0: Welcome to Art Ladder's The Creative Climb with Valerie Allen and Armin Mersman. This podcast is focused on interviews, features, and stories about art. It's for artists and art lovers. I'm Val. I'm the abstract artist in the group. Joined by Armin, the realist. Hello, and welcome to our 30th episode of Art Ladders. We are going to be talking today about summertime travels and September startups. So, before we get started, though, I would like to thank our sponsor, Golden Apple Studio and Art Residency. They've been our sponsor all year, and we're so appreciative. We are especially happy that our missions are compatible. We encourage connections with artists in their audience through podcasts that include discussion and interviews. And Golden Apple Art Residency encourages time for artists to create, think, and connect. So connection is our mutual bond here. They are now accepting applications for the selection of residents for 2023. And you can email artist and director Shelly Stevens at snstevens at goldenapplestudio.com. That's N-S-S-T-E-V-E-N-S at goldenapplestudio.com. While we're at our residency, which we are heading to today, we will keep you posted through social media of our next two weeks in the beautiful location in Down East Maine at Golden Apple Art Residency. Shelly, we are heading your way and we're so looking forward to seeing you. Now on to our episode. And like I said, it is episode 30. And so, Armin, welcome.
1: Yeah, thank you. Um, 30, 30 episodes, that's quite a, a feat. You know, we've talked to some really incredible people, and uh, it's been
0: good. It sure has. And, you know, I was talking to another person who started a podcast about the same time we did, and it's it's rare that podcasts keep going. And so, luckily, we've had a receptive audience and it keeps growing. But we we so want to thank all of you who do listen, because it uh, a lot of people start a podcast, but it's rare that they keep on rolling. In fact, they say that you have to have a 100 episodes to even think about having a successful. So we're doing two a year, which is 26 a year. So ours will take a little bit longer to build up to the uh, 100. But are you in it to win it, Armin?
1: I think you meant two a month, not two a year.
0: Um, <laughs> I can't do math very well. Okay.
1: yeah, we, so do, I'm we not actually a would, we actually do um, two a month, not two a year, because that means we would, be, would be we would be 95 right now. Well, anyway, we do whatever
0: 26 a year. Right, so. <laughs>
1: Just
2: wanted get to correct, off about, uh, right, numbers.
0: Right. Okay. I have to get off numbers. You know, I am an an artist, and believe it or not. I think I am left and right brained
1: right. And well, you have to be to be a good artist. I and mean,
0: I did take some math in college, and they wanted me, believe it or not, to be a tutor. Uh I find that hard to believe, but
1: well, they were desperate in Cincinnati, <laughs> I think,
0: well, that was actually up here.
1: so oh, was it?
0: Okay. And I was doing my interior design portion, oh, okay. but. Uh, yeah, what do you say? Measure once, measure twice, whatever. But
1: <laughs> I think you
0: <laughs> did I get that wrong? Too? I'm not too good on cliches.
1: Measure, <laughs> measure twice, cut once.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Go. Now you, you, don't, you don't do the cliches very well. I here. do
0: not. I'm and not. You, you always have
1: one cliche you start with and another cliche you end with.
0: I smash up you
1: cliches.
0: Know? Yeah. So, <laughs> so goofy. Keeps it exciting, right, or Right, exactly. Okay. So we're getting ready. In fact, we are on our trip while you're listening to this podcast. We are driving to Maine in my little white Kia Soul. Mm-hmm. And So if you see us out
1: there, be sure to wave.
0: Give us a hug or something. Yeah. Um, so we were packing yesterday. And how did that go, Armin?
1: Oh, it was delightful. I and mean, packing for a trip is always... You know what I notice is that no matter where I go, I try to not pack too much, but I always pack stuff that I never even touch. Even on top of that, right? So I'm I'm just taking a pencil and a change of underwear.
0: I was going to say, what is the most important (laughs) piece of equipment that you're going to take on this residency? (laughs) And Uh, that would be a hat. A hat, okay. a pencil. A pencil. pencil. That would be a pencil. pencil. Okay. What other now you also multitask when you're away, and we will be doing a lot of techie type things. We will. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm trying not to. <laughs>
0: okay. Uh, that okay. That's another subject. We'll bring that up in a minute. But um, so you're bringing your pencil.
1: Well, how about
0: that kneaded eraser?
1: That kneaded eraser, <laughs> I will need that <laughs> as well. Okay. No, I. You know, I I look at the pencils. I use a variety of pencils for my work. Uh, I probably have 30 or 40 pencils that I interchange. I might use two of them for 99% of the drawings I do, but every once in a while, I need that other one. If it's not there, uh, you know, I'd probably make it work, but it would be a little bit different, I suppose.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, You know, I take that, I'm going to, I want to take my, Although, you know, I've known for iphonography, I think I might take my Sony this time with me. And, uh, oh, I think I want to get some things, not only of Maine, but also some things for my, what we call a morgue. A morgue is where you put images that you might use at some point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, you know, I got the camera. I might as well take that and uh, uh, see what happens.
0: Right. So the morgue is kind of like your B footage of a video well in
1: uh, in iphonography you do a lot of things called app stacking uh-huh. so what i encourage people to do and what the great Lakes iphonography group masters there what they do is they take photos of a lot of things that they might use for overlays uh-huh. and give certain textures or certain shapes and that and it's really it comes from the illustration days when people were doing illustrations no computers and they would t- have tear sheets they would see things in a magazine mm-hmm. they would put all of that stuff in what they called at that time a morgue so right right i, I guess we still will use that term
0: yeah yeah it's, it's
1: not really a spooky good. morgue
0: no it's a collect, a big collection
1: mm-hmm. pinterest i call, I call is, it
0: the archives <laughs> pinterest is
1: good for that i have i have oh, yeah. i pinterest, do a lot of things on pinterest that. where i save a lot of images uh it could be for reference it could be just for inspiration it mm-hmm. could be what i like the shapes in here. Uh, and especially the things I'm I'm, right now I'm doing a lot of photography montage Mm -hmm. so these images come you know 99% from me from my camera but sometimes I'll need something and get it from Adobe or something like that too
0: Mm -hmm. now back to your materials that you'll be taking for your art making Anything jump out as unusual that you're taking this time or any special papers that you're going to experiment with that you've collected? Yeah,
1: I'm going to experiment with a laptop Mac. Right, the, your the,
0: Mac. And yeah, because
1: I got that about a year ago and I still can't get it to turn on. So <laughs> uh, uh, I am such an anti-Mac person. Not anti, for me. She's so pro-Mac. Yeah, she's really pro-Mac. I just see a little beach ball floating around there and I, I have no it. idea where stuff is. I might take that. But again, I want to go there and put everything aside except making art. If something starts frustrating me, I'm going to stop and do something else because um, I don't want to bury myself into a hole with something like that. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I I don't even know what I'm going to do. I I might do drawings that I'm known for. I might do montage. I might do some printing processes. Mm -hmm. I'm just going there with no real expectations. What about you?
0: Well, I I set myself up sometimes to a fault of what I want to get done. Mm-hmm. And I do a lot of writing in the morning. A lot of you know I do the morning pages, which is part of the artist's way. And so I mentally do have goals in mind. And what happens, my usual mode is, I think about the goals and think and and yes, on a residency, I do start the goals, but then there's always a panic the last few days of a residency for me to to complete projects. Um, so this, that I'm sure that'll happen again this time. So I just, well, to, I, I uh, think, you know, go with it.
1: Uh, you know, we've been together 20 years and your MO and my MO really haven't changed. I think the Right the way we we do things, you know, are you know, I might draw every day, and you might have these things First. where you're doing mm-hmm. you know eight hours in a row kinds mm-hmm. of things. So there's no reason to change those things if, if you can make if,
0: if I can make if, it work
1: if art gets made, you're doing the right yeah, thing. yeah
0: yeah, so I have pretty high expectations. I ended up having some of my materials shipped to directly to the residency, so that's an option for artists if they're Traveling by plane or uh, train or bus, you can ship them right to the residency. I did that once for a residency in Florida, shipped all my stuff down there, Yeah, shipped it all back. It all worked out fine, mm-hmm. but it's a little nerve wracking to jump on a plane and think all your supplies are somewhere en route and right. we're just hoping they get there. All right, which they always do. It seems like
1: I took a residency at the Vermont. Uh, I think it's called Vermont Art Center, I'm not exactly sure anymore. Mon Studio Center, I don't know, but anyway, it was a residency about 20 years ago, and I had shipped all my stuff there. On the way there, I was so nervous, and when I got there, there was the box right there in my studio. Uh, They do a great job, it
0: is nerve wracking, though, isn't it? So, yeah, I'll have a little bit of supplies, most of it I'll be taking. But the unusual part about this particular trip is you and I will both be teaching workshops at the end of the residency.
2: That's right. So
0: that's another kind of a strange thing happening that I haven't had before. Um, when I do a class or a workshop, I I think about it a lot, and it can almost be consuming. So yes. I'm going to have to really check myself so that I'm not taking my entire two weeks of art making and thinking about that class. So my solution for that is to, again, my writing and is to write the timeline. And once that's in the books, Mm -hmm. I can kind of uh, let that go out of my mind. And the other thing I'm realizing, since it is a printmaking workshop, we have the use of a beautiful Richardson press brand new that in itself is enough to to make a workshop. Sure. Because printmakers, love, I mean, to have time at a professional printing press is golden mm-hmm. at golden apples. So I uh right. I'm going to take advantage of that. That is the workshop, you know. So
1: yeah, I, I've this is a workshop that I've taught in some ways uh, quite a bit, mm-hmm. and it's a two day workshop and and the abstract things, you know, in, in Maine, you know, these kind of close up things and drawing those in graphite. So, uh, I don't have to take a huge, I might have to take five pencils, out. right? Yeah.
0: Well, you were sharpening a lot of pencils out on the deck yesterday,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I thought, what is that noise? <laughs>
1: I was making a noise, it I, like,
0: <laughs> maybe that was Jasper chewing up the pencils.
1: That might be it, yeah. You know,
0: oh dear so um you know when we're off hours at the residency we'll be talking to a lot of the artists who are there mm-hmm. um are you looking forward to that or oh, I,
1: I think that's what's so nice about a residency now the one i did in that year of residency in cincinnati there was only one other artist there and uh, that we would talk but but Not very often at that, but again, going back to Vermont, you know, getting to know other artists, having dinner with them. I think that's what I'm looking for It's just uh, chatting, talking about art. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I am, too. I I like that camaraderie. And of course, that'll be in the evenings. Uh, I'm a night owl, so I might go back to the studio late at night. Do you want to join me there? (laughs)
1: no i think i'll be at the bar down the corner
0: okay i don't think there is a bar down the corner no
1: no of course i will that's that's what's so nice about a residency (laughs) is like you don't have any planned things you know there would be the dinner or whatever but i mean if i want to work at night if i want to sleep six hours a day or if i want to sleep you know 12 hours a day i hope i don't uh i even plan on doing a little reading but you know we'll see yeah, play it by ear you know i also wanted to have some r&r some relaxation mm-hmm. so i have no problem sitting in a in a chair and just reading for an hour but what happens is i fall asleep when i read that's so, right yeah.
0: you know and we don't take vacations we never I haven't had one in five we years. never but but in a way our art adventures are like a vacation right and so this is no different So that is the reason we don't take adventures because we always tie it in with something, um, art related for a long time. It was art prize. That was our big vacation of the year.
1: Well, isn't that what, you know, we both retired. Isn't that to be one big vacation? Now now
0: we're on one big vacation. Well, yeah.
1: Hello. (laughs) But
0: but as far as traveling, it's all art related pretty Mm -hmm. much. So that's, uh, well, that's great. our life. Unless we can write it off.
1: Our life has yeah. been one big art related thing. I, <laughs> you know, it's doing it, teaching it, showing it, selling it, Yeah. coming up with new ideas. It's exciting. Yeah, no, it is. I, I always uh, say this to people when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I think about is I'm an artist, mm-hmm. you know? And that success to me after 50 some years of mm-hmm. making art that I, it still excites me to wake up and say, what am I going to create today? What am I going to do?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah. uh, that's a pretty, that's success
0: for me. Mm-hmm. So yes, we are retired. And I do my little air quotes on that for sure, because artists never retire. And artists never get old because we can just keep doing what we're doing. Yeah, tell that the, to my back. The, yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> well, but uh one of the things we've done in our time away from a uh, kind of like nine to five or job is we've started teaching a bit more. Yes, we have. And we will be starting up when we return. So after our summertime travels, we'll be returning to our September startups, which will be our virtual online classes that we'll be doing. And uh, how's the preparation for you going on that?
1: It's going pretty good. I do want to mention a class that's going to happen right after we get back, and that's uh, a drawing boot camp at the Atelier, the Atelier Studio School, mm-hmm. Atelier
0: uh, School of Art. Okay, in Royal Oak. Yeah,
1: you know, mm-hmm. I know they changed your name, so
0: uh-huh.
1: uh, that's going to be exciting because these boot camps are really, really people love those. Mm-hmm. You know, I know it's a lot of time to put into it. It's a whole week from ten to four. But you really cover a lot of the beginning drawing things you would in a a regular beginning drawing class and more so. So that's going to be going on. uh, I think it's the 12th of September.
0: Well, okay, you have it on your Facebook page.
1: Right. We'll put that in the show notes, too.
0: Right. Right. So
1: in case my dates are wrong. Again, yeah, I'm not getting older. I just forget (laughs) stuff. You know,
0: so do your online classes start after that boot camp?
1: They start, yeah, the following two weeks after, uh-huh. That. Mm -hmm. So
0: mid-September, you'll be rock and rolling on that. What are the names of your classes?
1: Well, one of them is called Art Talk. And all all of these are uh, virtual classes, Zoom classes, Mm -hmm. because I'm getting a lot of students in there that don't live in this area. So obviously, they're going to have to be that way. And and there's a lot of good things about that. Mm -hmm. Art Talk is an art discussion class where we meet uh, every other week for two hours and you know you bring some work to the table you don't have to if you just want to listen that's fine too and we talk about subjects in the arts in general or maybe uh um you know you might want to bring up a person an artist that you really liked and we look at that artist and talk about that artist and things like that it's really a class that's uh probably 20 years old that I taught at the Midland Center Mm -hmm. for the arts in person for a long time. Mm -hmm. So I think that's pretty exciting. That's that's on my Facebook page too.
0: Mm-hmm. About how many people do you have in that class?
1: I've had as many as eighteen. Uh, What's your
0: perfect number to have?
1: Uh, twelve.
0: Uh huh. But is- I mean, I
1: don't mind getting more because not everybody's going to show their work. Sure, sure. You know, uh, so but uh, you know, in, anywhere between twelve and sixteen, like that. Hmm. And when you get to lower numbers, like, you know, people can't make it every time. And it just brings down the the conversation a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. The community. Because it's a
1: conversation class. Mm-hmm. I don't do any demos. And people have ceramics. They might have painting. they, Whatever, you know, even techniques that I don't do. Mm-hmm. But we can talk about the spirit of art. And that's what I like to, that's what I like to bring up.
0: Right. I love your tagline. Uh, do you remember your tagline for the class? No. Okay. Now this is something I can remember because okay. I thought it was simple and direct. But it's here's the tagline: Art. Let's talk about it.
1: Oh, I love It's it. Amazing. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. I thought
0: that was a great tagline.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> Art. Let's talk about it. Yeah. yeah. So
0: then you have an uh, intermediate iconography that you also bill as a beginner entry level. Is mm-hmm. that? Is that true? It's
1: a, well, it's a beginner level. You have to know how to turn your phone on, okay. obviously, and take a photograph in itself.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, because then you get bogged down. But uh, for those who are new beginners, I actually offer an extra week before that class starts. Oh, that's right. So, uh, and it's free as part of it. So I can give them at least so they're not too nervous about it.
2: Um, but
1: iPhonography, is not it, it's not just about taking a nice photograph, although you can do that in that class and that's fine. A lot of it is about app stacking, using different apps and don't not doing things that one app can do mm-hmm. because that makes it your own. Otherwise, everybody's doing these things. Right. So it has to be very special. And uh, you can look at the great work that people have done in another class, the Great Lakes Iphonography Group, which is a closed group, but you can find their work on on uh, on, on Facebook.
0: hmm hmm Oh, that's a great Facebook site. Yeah. Uh,
1: but even in this intermediate class, there's some really, really good people on
0: there. Mm-hmm. I was looking at your Great Lakes Bay Iphonography Group facebook page the other day Mm -hmm. and there were uh, a lot of posts using photographs of books
1: well that's because we have themes in that class and Mm -hmm. the theme for our last get together was books and so uh uh, we've decided to let's put some of those on on that particular page oh they're just beautiful nancy siebert that's actually one i'll give her credit for that because sometimes that that site just sits and we don't put anything on there anymore so why don't we put some of the books things on there so we all did
0: oh it really caught my eye as it Mm -hmm. it went through my feed because that group does go through the public feed and Mm -hmm. uh, it's nice to to see what you're all doing yeah
1: these themes you know you you know they make you think in different ways and and basically some of those themes have changed the way i think about art sometimes Because I participate in that group as well as teach that group, mm-hmm. uh, you know. So uh, and and that's exciting as well. But, but it's it's these artists we call them the G nine. They they're just out of this world.
0: Yeah, that the, the book photos. I highly recommend people search that out on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Very interesting approaches. Mm-hmm. And all you know, the uh, the now, you, you, too.
1: I don't want to confuse you guys out there. One is an intermediate class, right? And the Great Lakes iPhonography group is a closed class, you yes. can't join that class, it's something different. But these intermediate classes now they're getting to be advanced, where mm-hmm. you know,
0: well, I think it gives people something to aspire to, yeah. and when they see the group's photos, that they're the more advanced folks for sure. But it gives you inspiration right. to make you even want to learn more about iphonography.
1: And, and one thing I want to say, and this is it hasn't surprised me, but I didn't see this coming. And at one point I thought iphonography was an art form in itself, which it is. Right. But if you're a painter, if you're a creator of any kind, mm-hmm. and you start messing around with app stacking and doing those things with iphonography. It's going to make you a better painter.
2: Oh, yeah, it's
1: going to make you a better draughtsman. It's going to whatever art form you're in, because these things can happen in five minutes, five hours on the phone, however, you, but you understand things about texture and uh, composition uh, and thinking, well, I hate this word, but you know, out of the box.
0: Well, for me as a painter, when I look at these photographs, and when I do experiment even myself with iphonography, uh, it teaches me the power of layers, which is a which lot is, about my work. Is exactly you know, so a lot about layers, but also a lot about translucency and transparency, and how mysterious that can be for a painting. Yeah, and so by doing that in a literal form of working with uh, double exposures and that sort of thing on iPhoneography, it teaches me how. A little bit about glazing a lot about glazing you know how a very subtle glaze and when I talk about a glaze in my in my lectures I say okay a glaze is pretty much 90 percent medium like a, a gloss medium with 10 percent of color but a lot of the glazes required for even more translucency would be maybe three percent color and the other 97 percent would be the medium and so it really um, brings out subtlety and work by examining the layer. I, I of think you're hundred percent
1: right way. there because I notice when I'm working on these photo montage things that I use my drawing skills quite a bit on there. Mm-hmm. And I also use my painting skills in the same way that you do. I think exactly like a painter does, you know, mm-hmm. under, part of it is an underpainting and uh, you keep working, you keep working to that.
0: Yeah. And, you know, it's the same reason I'll I'll stress, even in the abstract world, to do sketches first. And of course, in in the abstraction, a lot of it is intuitive in the beginning. So these sketches may never translate into a painting, but it examines, you examine the layers and Mm -hmm. you learn and you you build your strengths that way, yeah. just the way you're talking about layering and iPhonography.
1: And there's a few students. Uh, uh, one of the students, his name is Philip. I don't know his last name because of Zoom, you're only, you're always going to be Philip, whatever it <laughs> yeah. is. But he's taken iPhonography and made huge paintings on it, and it completely changed the way he works. Oh, and these things are amazing.
2: Oh, gosh, you know. Yeah. Uh,
1: Maybe I if I get a chance to That's, feature him at some point, but he's uh, he's an amazing artist, amazing artist in in all right. I mean, uh, he's a great painter, great draughtsman, he's a, and a great iphonographer. But he's taken that iphonography because it makes him see differently.
0: Yeah and, yeah. and he's
1: made some pretty amazing painting from mm-hmm. those. And you don't have to copy those for beta, just the spirit of it, just the right. composition. Right. Sometimes I'll take one photo where I like the composition, but I don't like the photo. Mm-hmm. And then start, you know, putting things over that, taking things out, just like you would as a painter. Yeah, yeah. I love
0: that part of it. Yeah. And you you also have a virtual class in drawing coming up?
1: I do. It's my uh, art and skill of drawing. It's intermediate advanced drawers. Um, and it's an online class because I have people, you know, from all over the country on that. Mm-hmm. Actually, sometimes up from all over the world, depending and uh, we they do a drawing. They work on it for two weeks and we talk about it. I'm very good at working with Photoshop to imitate uh, drawing on there so I can show them what corrections to make. And we talk about the composition of it. We talk about the kinds of pencils. And I do do demos every once in a while on that too. Mm-hmm. And I hope to do some more tape demos here coming in the future, but that's a really strong drawing class. I, I, it's not a beginning class. I mean, you, you mm-hmm. need to be an intermediate drawer to mm-hmm. be in that. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, contact me directly and we'll see. But, you know, I can't spend a lot of time on beginning theory of drawing in an intermediate class. Mm-hmm. So uh, that one I'm looking forward to uh, as well. I also want to mention I'm teaching one live class. It's a master's drawing class at Studio 23. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. And
1: don't remember the date.
0: Is it September? (laughs) It is in in September.
1: September. (laughs) Yes, it's all in September.
0: Okay. And that's how we meet.
1: We meet once a week for six (laughs) weeks for three hours. And I do uh, continuous uh, demos and people work in class, Uh you know, after teaching Zoom classes through pandemic. There's a lot of great things, but there's also a real different shift when you work with the, you know, in person. Now, you are teaching a class as well. What are you teaching?
0: Well, before I we move to my class, I just want to give a shout out for Studio 23. That's, I'm the former curator there. And what I love about the classroom there is you are right on, it's very cheerful. Are yeah. you going to be in that downstairs classroom? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So when I say cheerful, I mean that it's it's on street so, level. Yeah.
1: Well, pe- people yeah. that know me right away, the first word, cheerful, right? <laughs>
0: well, anyway, the classroom is <laughs> Wow, cheerful. she
1: changed that real quick.
0: <laughs> I, I won't say the class is cheerful, but you're going to be in a very pleasant setting because you're right on the street of downtown historic Bay City, the beautiful 1800s architecture will be surrounding you. You're next to the river. I just love that setting. And coming from Midland and driving over there, just going over the bridge, I feel like I'm on a vacation. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, if you get a chance to do the in-person class, it is, yeah. it is a good Studio spot. Studio 23
1: has great shows.
0: Yeah, and then and there's always shows. a nice exhibit going on, too. So think about that. In fact, during your class time period, the uh, the show will be my Michigan, the Michigan uh, All-State Juried Exhibition. So that'll be something,
2: right.
0: something to see. But, yeah, okay, so I am teaching uh, abstraction now. That's a virtual class, and it's something I started um, a couple of seasons ago. Um, We're on our third round of it. It started to become an abstraction community, which is exactly the dream that I had for this particular class. um, Because I don't teach a lot of classes. In fact, this is the only virtual class this season I'll be teaching. And it is a five-week Um, five straight weeks in a row it's on Wednesday nights from six until eight and I compartmentalize the class this way I have it in three I have three words that guide me and the words are process present and produce Uh, in the here's the order process produce and then present and so (laughs) what we'll be doing of course, is learning all about process. And I was talking a little bit about layers and and painting and collaging and that before. But um, so there's the process. And then we're going to be producing work. And I highly encourage the artists to set themselves up in an area on Zoom where they can see their laptops. They have a painting desk or easel in front of them. They have their supplies at their fingertips. And they paint along with me or they paint anything they want while I'm talking. This is the type of class where you can doodle and no one's going to yeah. pitch on the wrist. So I love it when people are just producing along with. Uh, I will be presenting many demos. I, have, every night I usually do two demos, one on a sketchbook, a method of sketching that you can watch. And then I'll be uh, presenting a demo on a particular product in most likely acrylics so that you can learn about that before you have to run out and buy that. So it could be something like glass bead gel or macacious iron oxide or maybe fiber piece. All of these things you see at the store that you go, oh, wonder what wonder what that does. So I do a demo of that. And then I feel that art history is a strong component, especially for abstractionists. We need to know where we came from. And so I will have an art history segment with small videos on artists with a heavy emphasis on artists working today. Um, Because I feel that we don't know enough about the artists working today in abstraction. Unless we are constantly in New York or L.A., Chicago, or even down in Detroit a lot, we're not really exposed to it a lot up here. And I've always felt that that was a missing part in my, basically my college training. I mean, we had one class in it, but I just wanted more. I want to know what artists are doing right now and the ones that are that are achieving them. Goals And it doesn't have to be all about money either, but but acquiring recognition and their their uh, work is telling a story. So I present that as well. So and then at the end, we have a grand critique of the work that we've done. We're working in 12 inch by 12 inch squares, working with a very limited palette in most cases, and then lots of experimentation. So I'm looking forward to starting that group up again.
1: Well, you know, I get a lot of comments about your class in my classes, how much they love that class and uh, how you open them up to see in different ways. And I also tell my students, if you're a realist and don't understand abstraction, you might you might never be a great realist Mm -hmm. because I think you need to understand form, mm -hmm. space, composition and just bring it down to the those kinds of things.
2: Right.
1: Uh, You know, I understand and love abstraction. I understand and love realism. And I think that you need all of that mm-hmm. to really be as good as you can be in art. Yeah. Uh, don't shut yourself out and say, Oh, my kid can do that. And those are not, that's nonsense.
0: Yeah. It uh, I, has, I not, has
1: nothing to do with uh, art at all. No.
0: And I've had crossover from your iPhonography class of students coming from that world mm-hmm. into this abstraction world. And they bring a lot to the table in the class. So mm-hmm. I really appreciate having the students in the group
1: one of my biggest influences a drawsman person who draws is ceramics i constantly look Mm -hmm. at ceramics but textures and and Mm -hmm. patterns and ceramics and Mm -hmm. and you know we have some great ceramicists in our backyard Mm -hmm. and uh, Pam hart comes to mind she's doing some great stuff Mm -hmm. tim ricketts and i just i don't want to miss anybody else but you know, there's, and uh, I have never done ceramics. Uh-huh. I will never do ceramics because oh,
0: it's, I think you should.
1: Oh no, it's all they wet do and that sticky. Scene from
0: Ghost, remember that?
1: <laughs> all right, maybe no, on our, maybe that. on our vacation we can do that. <laughs> but you're gonna be doing the ceramics. I'll do okay. the other stuff. Okay. Right. Oh
0: boy. So anyway, that's what we're up to, folks, here in uh, Art Ladder Land.
1: Well, I am, I am looking forward to spending, you know, two weeks at the Golden Apple. I've heard so much great stuff about it. So many people take it again or go, it's not taking it, you're not taking the class, but you're going there right. and letting everything come into you and, yeah. uh, you know, after a Crazy few years. Yes, I just want to just
0: such a treat.
1: You know, I don't want to get up and say, oh, I have to do this. I have to do it. I just want to get up and do.
0: That's right.
1: No thinking. There do. we
0: go. So we will be posting on social media, Instagram and Facebook, uh, a lot from Golden Apple. And we will be taping our next podcast from Golden Apple. And we'll take you a uh, little bit on the adventure with us. So we hope you all have a safe couple of weeks and a fun couple of weeks creating art and keep us posted on our Facebook and Instagram pages, what you're up to. And uh, we'll put the class uh, schedule in the show notes for you to sign up. The spaces do fill up. So be timely about it. Just, you know, take the leap, take the leap. And uh, we will see you all in person when we return
1: yes we will so. and uh our podcast uh if you just discover it now there's 30 of them uh, i think <laughs> they're all fantastic i think I'm, I'm proud of no they are and also tell a friend you know yes. or tell a friend to listen because the numbers mean a lot to us so we can uh grow and become an internet sensation right
0: <laughs> capture the web that's right right
1: but anyway uh <laughs> We shall have a great time and, uh, you know, I'll talk to you while we're we're there.
0: While we're there. Okay, everybody. Bye now. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. You can find our past and future episodes at Anchor.fm, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Be sure to follow us on our Facebook page, Art Ladders, the Creative Climb with Valerie Allen and Armin Mersman. Special thanks to our producer, Taylor Kramer of Cold Shower Media.
1: And check out our websites, valerieallenart.com, arminmersman.com. Stay creative, stay curious, and we'll see you next time.